GM, GM to my daily dosers. How is everybody doing? It is Thursday, January 5th. We've got a fun show lined up for you today. Uh, lots of interesting topics. There's there's a little person named Zeneca that's going to be joining us as well, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, there, there he is. Let's get him up here. Let's get our amazing co-host up here, uh, which I, Clemente will be. Zeneca, how's it going, brother? It's going well. How are you doing? Good. Listen to your fabulous saucy voice now. I love your new mic. It is a lot better than being <laughs> in a stairwell with AirPods. <laughs> this is true. Uh, this is uh, this is something you can say for sure is, is true. Um, let me get Clemente up here real quick. Invite to co-host. Um, today's going to be so much fun. Uh, we're going to uh, have all sorts of in- interesting discussions can't wait to hear uh, from you all in the audience. Um, Clemente, uh, you were here. Where'd you go? Uh, Come on, Twitter. We can do this. Um, Let me, let me adapt live everybody. Oh, here we go. Clemente, welcome. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Zeneca, good, good to see you up here. You know, I I tweeted about this earlier. I was like, yeah, excited to have Zeneca and some people, I kept getting comments about people were saying you're uh, they were questioning your food choices. So I don't, I don't know if at some point we'll talk about that, oh, but just wanted to. Oh yeah. I've got some questions for Zen. Um, he's got some, uh, he's got some creative uh, food choices, which are, which will challenge your ideas of what's possible. <laughs> That's going to be great. Um, before we get started, I just want to say hi to some amazing folks in the audience. I, I love, 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 love that you all hang out with us for an hour a day. Uh, means the world to me. Um, I'm seeing Frenchie here who runs uh, La Daily Dose, which is awesome. Uh, Jill actually listened to an episode the other day because she's learning French and she she had a good time. Um, there's a phrase um, that means let's go in French. Uh, it's, oh no, I'm forgetting it, <laughs> Frenchie. But she was telling me all about it. Um, so that was kind of fun. Gray Stars, good to see you. Tyrone, welcome. Uh, Vidal, nice to see you. I know that you're a big help with... Uh, uh, Daily Dose India. So I appreciate that so much. Scott Beal, good to see you. Uh, Quitta, nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Jamie, hello. I'm going to scroll down and say hi to some more folks um, way down the list. Um, Penguin, hello. Uh, Hong is back. Good to see you. RKD, um, that's so fun to see you all streaming. Uh, CJ, thanks for stopping by. You've got a cute little like uh, PFP with a uh, like a gnome with a hat on. I love that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Casey rocketeer fan, obviously. Um, so fun to see you all. Uh, the daily dose is, is one of my favorite times of the day. It's just a blast hanging out with you. And, and, and we feel honored that you spend your time with us. Um, let's get it started, uh, with, with some tunes, Clemente. Why don't you take it away? All right. All right. All right. good tune gosh um i was i was actually kind of like dancing a little bit and pressing the love button and then i realized i was i was not needed so i hope that was, nothing bad happened <laughs> so that uh, um, that song ryan that's actually uh an emily emily favorite so i brought her up here because uh i actually this was this was for her i played this in honor of of uh we have zeneca and, and obviously emily is doing great work with them so uh yeah it was it was intentional I appreciate that. Emily, did you enjoy that? Fun fact, that's going to be the last song we dance to at our wedding. That's going to be like the one that closes out the wedding. <laughs> so yes. Because because it was on the Daily Dose, hopefully. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac is like my favorite band. So I was <gasps> sitting here just swaying. Thank you, Clemente. Awesome. I love it. Cool. Good to have you around. Um, all right. So I uh, want to jump off um, and hear from you all. I love, love, love when you all comment uh, and we can... Uh, chat to you that way so hit that purple bubble commenty thing at the bottom right of your screen uh and say hello we've got a question for you today uh, which I, I would love it if you could answer question is this who or what first onboarded you into web3 
uh, tag them if you can. Show them some love. Um, would love uh, to, to, to hear that from you all. We'll read out some of those fun comments during the show. Um, we've got uh, all sorts of interesting uh, topics. We're going to be asking Zeneca a bunch of interesting founder-type uh, questions. We're going to be reading the news with Lucky Trader, getting a market report from Mintify. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, let's get started uh, with the Mintify Market Daily Report. Presenting the Market Daily Report, brought to you by Mintify, the leading NFT aggregator. Appreciate that, the voice. Thanks. Take it away, Mintify. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for that, as always. Uh, all right, let's check this out. What's going on in the market today? The total 24 hour volume 6.7 million. Highest sale, 288. ETH for Azuki 72.57. The top three collections based on volume. Azuki number one, just under 4K ETH traded, 16.8 ETH floor price. Beans number two, 1.5K ETH traded, 1.98 ETH floor price, getting a nice pump there. And Board Ape Kettle Club number three, just over 1K ETH traded, floor price of 10.4 ETH. The top gainers, numbers in motion up 870%, and Abstract Shark by Kimmy X Warwick up 300%. The top losers, Pirates down 83%, and Gash down 71%. Noteworthy market updates, Ju a judge rules that Celsius earn assets belong to Celsius and are a part of their uh, bankruptcy estate. And Juno a platform urges users to withdraw their funds from the platform due to uncertainty with their custody partner, Wire. So uh, if you have funds on there, might be a good idea to go and check that out. The crypto market sustaining its rally for now. Ethereum still right around 1250, mostly flat, uh, may maybe just over uh, just over 0.1 or 0.2% up on the day. Uh, thank you very much. And also, we'll be doing a Twitter space on Monday at 9.30 a.m. EST with our founder, Evan, to talk all about our plans and roadmap for Future One. I will uh, pin that up at the top in just a moment. Thank you very much. Love it. Thanks, Mintify. Uh, I think you all understand why Mintify is a sponsor, but I just wanted to, to, to dive into that. I've used their tool for ages, and I love the deep analytics. The UX is gorgeous. Um, I just get tons of valuable information from the tool. It, it's really for NFT pro traders. It's world-class. I love it. Um, they've also got a lifetime pass collection. Uh, you can check them out at mintify.xyz. Uh, they're also launching a, a new trading experience, which is going to be really fun um, to hear about. We, we appreciate them as a sponsor. So thanks so much for your support. Um, brought up Frenchie because I, I, I need to know how you say let's go in, in, Fran in, in French. How you doing? <laughs> Yo, yo, hi everyone. I'm doing really great. I mean, it's actually one of the highlights of the day uh, for me because listening to you guys, then we can talk about everything that was talked about uh, in the Daily Dose afterwards in La Daily Dose. And also now knowing that Jill is listening to some uh, replays afterwards, now every time <laughs> in the Daily Dose, we say something for her just in case. <laughs> oh, gosh. She's, oh my God. She's so, it's hilarious. She's so shy. She's like, I don't know. I don't want them to see me. Like, what if they ask me to speak in French? I'm like, honey, it's going to be great. You're, you're kick ass, but you're so welcoming. And I just appreciate you running. But how do you say, let's go in, in France? In French? They're, they're actually, because French is so difficult, there are actually many ways to say it. Uh, you can say, c'est parti. C'est parti. Uh, yes, that's yeah. the one she was saying yesterday. Exactly, which is actually like, let's go and let's fucking go would be, um, <laughs> uh, on, on va tout exploser. Whoa, taking it PG-13. I don't know, Frenchie, but <laughs> careful. No, but I just want to thank you. I, um, Frenchie and the and the, the French crew are just such a great example of, of the global community building around Daily Dose. And and it, it's just all built from love and, and passion and uh, and, and, and support for the community. So I appreciate you. Um, thanks for stopping by. Of course. Yeah. I mean, anytime. Yeah. Feel free to, st uh, st stick on stage for a little bit if you want. Um, getting some, some fun comments from y'all around who, uh, brought you into web three. Um, a really sweet one from kicks. Uh, they said, my dad, 
he's an art collector and he told me I should look into NFTs since I was into crypto. Best decision ever, man. That's pretty kick-ass. Like, I, I don't think I probably, there's probably not that many parents who brought their kids in uh, yet. So that's really fun to see. Uh, another fun uh, comment from uh, Pachani uh, said, I'm forced to tag myself this time, lol. I approached Web3 by pure chance and I was bewitched. I must say that has helped me a lot to grow on a personal level. I love that. You can tag yourself um, or, or, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll follow you for that. I love it. Uh, and then for to ocean.eth said not directly, obviously, but Gary V and people. Um, those are, those are two great folks to bring you into the space. So thanks y'all uh, keep smashing that purple comment button. Uh, tell us who brought you into web three and tag them if you can. It's fun. So fun to hear from the crew. Um, let's go to our next session. Uh, I love hearing the news from lucky trader. I visit LuckyTrader.com all the time. They're just such a good source for trusted and comprehensive news in the space. Uh, the analysis is good. Um, they've got a great team of analysts. Uh, they're covering major projects, trends, big brands, uh, and personalities and influencers in the space. So really appreciate lucky trader supporting the show. Take it away. The voice. It's time for the daily dose news, a summary of news from around the web three world brought to you by lucky trader. Lucky trader has the news. Oh no, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. All right, next. I love it, but cut it next time. <laughs> All right, let's go to Lucky Trader. Welcome, y'all. It's back, and we're excited to have it back. <laughs> Don't cut it. All right, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Lucky Trader's top Web three news stories for today. Mid tier PFPs are the latest winners of this NFT market pump after overall trading volume notches up for the fifth day in a row. Azuki's led the way, as Mintify mentioned, with their Grail Spirit Azuki's on fire in 2023, with one selling for 280 yesterday, the seventh spirit sale of the year, leading to a spike in its floor, along with Beans catching some love. Ahead of the Azuki one year anniversary next week, an expected announcement. Moonbirds and Doodles each jumped double digits as well, following the rally in the low-cap sector of the market. Memeland Captains minted out its allotment in just seconds ahead of Friday's airdrop. The mint provided insight into the high level of demand for that project, though the results were a little anticlimactic with the NFTs not being airdropped or received until Friday, so we'll all have to wait one more day to see how this plays out. A Magic Eden bug allowed fake NFTs to be shown within legit NFT collections yesterday. The Solana NFT community reported a bug that tricked unsuspecting Magic Eden users into purchasing fake ABC NFTs on Wednesday morning, with fake Utes also being bought hours later. Magic Eden confirmed the bug and urged all those affected to contact the Magic Eden help desk to receive support and potential refunds. Solana NFT traders are cautioned to trade carefully until the issues are formally resolved. Animoca has slashed its fundraising target for 2023 in half, now targeting $1 billion. Animoca Brands Chair Yatsu said as recently as November that he wanted to amass $2 billion for the fund. Q1 is their goal for raising, and the founder shared that the challenging market was the driver for the cut. And last, in art news, art blocks and memes by 6529 artist Arsenic is launching Sergeant Pepe World with plans for more meme drops, a metaverse, avatars with wearables, games, and more. This will serve as one of the first ecosystem expansions stemming from a 6529 meme card. And Arsenic plans to include meme holders as well as other meme NFT project holders like Cryptodes, MFers, and more as he expands the community. Memes are hot. Zeneca loves memes. That's it for today. Ryan, back to you. Thanks so much, Lucky Trader. Appreciate y'all. Clemente, I see that hand. Shout out to, uh, well, first off, the, the I think Tyler with, with running the Lucky Trader account is, <laughs> he's like changing his voice now. He has like the news reporter <laughs> voice. <laughs> It's so good. Like, back to you it. at the studio, and uh, no, but I wanted to—I I pinned their tweet up at the top because they started their uh, their new new Twitter spaces called the the Lucky Lead-In. Uh, and thirty minutes before the show, they do like a quick roundup on on what's been going on in the market, kind of a they call it a little pregame uh, before the daily dose, and uh, it's co-hosted by uh, our very own Emily Loves Crypto and Ghost uh, Z12. So uh, fun. Be sure to check that out. I can't wait to listen. Uh, as long as people aren't, you know. Uh, sort of uh opening opening beers and uh 
starting to do a real pregame. But you know, maybe that's cool. I mean, it is nighttime for some of you daily dosers. So only on Friday. It's nighttime somewhere. <laughs> Restivo, good to have you here, man. Thanks for stopping by. Of course. Good to see you. GM, GM to everybody. Great to see everybody here. Daily dose Thursday. Let's go. Let's go. Um, there's some fun comments from y'all. Uh, there's uh, JP uh, underscore fondue shared a cute meme. It's got, uh, you know, all, you know, the, the classic picture of Spider-Man. There's like five Spider-Mans all pointing at each other. It says uh, they all have a little daily dose pill on their back. And it says, you may have a different PFP, but when you score a daily dose, uh, Pope, we family. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Uh, also seeing some more fun uh comments from you all about who brought you into web three uh gq nft said the man in the top right at gary v onboarded me months before v friends was announced uh it's a fun picture it looks like a zoom call um and then uh um we saw uh check this out we've got another one from jp uh saying i found a form in a form in a print form i collect movie band screen prints it was called wtf is crypto art <laughs> From there, I got into Nifty Gateway, and the rest is history. So is my bank balance. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that. I can't believe you actually found something in a print form. Like That's archaic and amazing. Um, so congrats on that. All right, well, let's get to our special guest, Mr. Zeneca. Uh, so I came across Zen for the very first time. It feels like 10 lifetimes ago in crypto. I, I can't even remember when it was, but he was posting these spreadsheets um, about all the collections that, that he was monitoring. And it was bonkers. Like it was the most detailed, crazy spreadsheet I've ever seen. I was like, what is happening? Who is this person? Um, this, this, wow, they know a ton. And I just started studying it. I started downloading it. Uh, I think maybe, did you release that felt like daily Zen every day? Yeah. About six months. (laughs) <laughs> I bet you're still tired. Um, so I started reading that and I was like, this is so helpful and interesting. Uh, I actually tried to recreate it and then I stopped after three days because it was so hard. <laughs> and then just got to know him. Um, and then I really came to respect his integrity. Um, it was very, very clear that he uh, was truthful, that he was not only that, but kind um, and and started talking about empathy and and kindness and and then started posting these long threads and i just thought wow this is uh, an amazing person in the space and then kind of over time we became friends um and uh it's just an honor to have you here so thanks for stopping by it's an honor to be here thanks for having me uh i was actually thinking about it this morning when yeah just how our i guess friendship developed and i think it was when you came on the two board apes podcast with kevin um, oh, that's right and it was actually you the two of you were our first guests because we were like, we weren't <laughs> ever planning to have guests. But then, you know, Moonbirds was launching, and you reached out and said, "Hey, you know, are you interested in having Kevin and and, and yourself on?" And <laughs> Jamie and I chatted, and we're like, "All right, we'll make an exception. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it happen." It was fun. Yeah, you all were sweet. Um, I I forgot about that. that was a fun show. Um, well, I've got some uh, interest. I think they're interesting uh, questions for you. Hopefully, you'll find them interesting. Um, but before. Um, I dive into that. Uh, why don't you tell folk, give folks like the 60 second uh, Zeneca overview? Wow, 60 seconds. All right. I was a professional poker player for about 17 years. That was my life pre Web3. I got into the space in 2017. I left in 2018 when the bear market hit. 2021, I jumped back in, started trading, flipping, making money. It was good, but it was toxic and taxing and stressful. And I got burned out, started creating content. And that sort of all blew up my daily. Uh, spreadsheets and, and Twitter threads and then uh, newsletter and stuff like that, which then led into Zen Academy, which is kind of where I spend almost all my time these days. It's building out a community that is focused on education, information, uh, community first, and having fun as well. A lot of things. Amen. It does. It, it just feels like the community is so healthy um, and supportive and kind. And, and, and also just like little mechanics, like th- th- you didn't have this stressful uh, time period we had to burn um, your your zags and and things like that. You just have made the whole thing I feel like more friendly and I love it. Um, so and y'all, but I I let's hey let's do the disclosure thing. Um, the fund does hold a bunch of Zen chess now. I'm a big fan of Zeneca. Um, you know clearly. So <laughs> uh, 
uh, understand that my fund is 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 a fan and holds assets accordingly. Um, so let's talk about the subject of taking over the timeline. So on Monday, you tweeted about Zenchest, saying you've been taking inspiration from Web.eth, Frank, Pons, Luca, et cetera, and saying you're going to, quote, take over the timeline. Can you share what inspirations you had from those founders and how you think others will begin to do the same? Yeah, definitely. So a couple of things. One is just getting like direct inspiration from the way that uh, they were using memes to proliferate uh, their brand. And I think Pudgy Penguins probably did it best. Sappy Seals are probably right up there as well. Uh, the, this, the penguins have a gif for everything. You, you, you go into any Twitter thread and like yeah, you can crazy. find a penguin gif. And <laughs> it's, it's just a, a masterclass in how to market and proliferate a brand. And, and obviously the their PFPs are super cute and family friendly and they they really lean into that. But in addition to that, like so that's like one approach that we're wanting to take and explore and inspiration from there. But uh, Frank from D Gods and Utes is someone who is, I'd say somewhat of a polarizing figure in the space, but I think it's impossible mm. to deny that he is extraordinarily effective at building hype, grabbing attention. And we live in an attention mm. economy. And I yeah. think Something I heard, I don't know where I heard it a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Uh, maybe it was from Emily. I can't remember who said it, but like good marketing is actually about helping people. Where I mm, used to think I love that. marketing was about tricking people. Like you, you, you market something <laughs> to trick people to buy something, which is right. the, the pessimistic take. But I think the optimistic <laughs> take is you've got a great product. You've got a great service. You want to tell people about it. Your, your, your intentions are pure and you're trying to help people. But love you that. still need strategies to market. So... That was the inspiration, and and I have historically not been great at hype or grabbing attention and stuff like that. And I think that this year I'll, I'm I'm like, all right, I want to I want to learn this new skill, market, and then turn the hype level up. Interesting, because uh, I I do get a vibe from you that you're you're um, not the type of person that's going to push yourself out there and um, be loud and and you're not you're not going to be frank, right? Like that's just not doesn't feel like you. Um, and, but it is interesting because I think in a, I'm looking back at all your threads and thinking about all the content you produced and it does a very good job of, of marketing through helping. Um, and I know that you don't secretly do it for marketing reasons. Like you generally want to help people, but, um, but I do think you're right about this attention war and, and, and no founder can be naive about it that yes, you know, you want to build a brand that's supportive, helpful, kind, um, empathetic, but you still need people's attention. Um, so I, I hear you on that. I think you're all doing pretty good, honestly. <laughs> so just going to put it out there. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, all right. So next uh, question I have for you is trading versus being a founder. You definitely have a history of being a successful trader, and I think you still hold some big bags. So how do you balance being a trader and, and continuing to build Zen Academy? Yeah, it's... It's very difficult to trade effectively. I don't really think of myself as a trader anymore. I haven't for like a year plus. I basically, after we launched, it was that was kind of it. And but I still buy certain things through a lens of investing and trying to make money. But it's less, I guess, short term trading. It's more like if I think that this is a good project, I have like medium to long term conviction that I think it will go up in price. I'll I'll buy, and that's like it's a different type of trading than what I was doing in 2021, which was, you know, day trading every single day, minting, selling within hours, minutes, sometimes uh, flipping all that <laughs> kind of stuff. It was crazy. And and there's a reason I stopped it because it was, uh, yeah. It takes stressful. all your time. Uh, it w wasn't particularly rewarding either, which is the other element. But <laughs> yeah, there's a couple things, but one is, you know, you, ha you have less time as a founder. You have to focus on your own project um, to trade and, and be good at it. Uh, but the other is that the as you get, more of a public figure and image, it gets more and more difficult to trade and also talk about projects and have your own project and do so yes. while navigating that ethical minefield. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Do you, do you generally now have a, a, a much longer hold time when you think about buying in just personally or, yeah. or is it just completely uh, uh, random? It's definitely much, much longer. Uh, yeah. yeah. Same here. Yeah, I, I mean, and 121G has always had a long-term strategy. I just, I've never been a short-term trade i'm terrible at it so um it stresses the hell out of me i i tried to trade apecoin when it came out and i 
literally almost had a heart attack. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have, man, some people love that. I just, I don't get it. Um, I guess it helps I'm bad at it. So, all right, <laughs> let's uh, move to the next question. Superpower. So we talked about this yesterday. It was such a fun discussion. I, I, I thought it was. And I'm curious, what do you think your superpower is and how did you find it? Well, that's a great question. For whatever reason, I've actually been thinking about this lately. I think maybe someone asked me a while back, but uh, in doing like New Year's reflections and where my strengths and, and weaknesses are. But I think for me, it's uh, the ability to take complex topics and information and distill them and explain them in a more understandable way, which is what my newsletter has always been about. My YouTube uh, videos are generally about that and Twitter threads. And I, I think I lost sight of that along the way and tried doing all sorts of rounds. 2022 for me was like a big year of experimentation and tried all sorts of stuff. Mm. And But yeah, coming back to it, I think that would probably be my answer. So, so sort of learning about a topic and then distilling it down and then communicating out uh, what something is or how it works. Basically, yeah. Like I, I was doing okay. that with NFTs when I first started, and then like my latest mm. newsletter was on AI, which you know I had no idea about AI four months ago, but then started learning and was like, all right. And it's it's the the reason I started my newsletter was there was selfish intentions because I I knew that I would personally learn better if I had to write <laughs> about it, and that is one hundred percent the case. Yeah. So um, I actually, uh, as many daily dosers know, I. Uh, you know, turned off for a week uh, during the holidays. And I knew that I wasn't going to be able to really use my phone very much. So I actually printed out your, your newsletter about AI. And it, it was like, I was like 25 pages or something. Uh, and I sat by the fire and I read it. Um, and Jill's like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, you know, I need, I need some way to, to get some information here. And it was great. It was like a fascinating um, a piece about AI and where it's going. I, I want to give you credit because I, I feel like you were banging the drum about AI before all of us were. Um, like I knew, you know, but then but about it. But when you started to say, hey, this is no joke. Like you really need to pay attention. You know, I started playing around with chat GPT and, and uh, uh, mid-journey. So, so I appreciate that. Um, so you must like writing. Because I, I actually, I'm terrible at writing. I don't have the patience for it. Like spoken word works really well for me. Do you, do you like writing? I absolutely love writing. It is oh, wow. my favorite thing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I love writing. I love speaking as well. I'm not good at YouTube, at videos. And it's like, I'm, I was terrible a year ago. I'm learning and trying to get mm. better at it. But like writing is my bread and butter, my heart and soul. That's interesting. It, it almost... I'm, I'm projecting here, but it, it feels like, cause maybe you don't like to visually be in the spotlight. Like I don't, you don't like everybody looking at you, which when you're on video, it feels like that. Whereas, uh, you know, spoken or, or this is why I love to hundred percent. I am a hundred percent an introvert. So yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, let's go to the next question, changing your habits. So you mentioned in the past that you've made quite a few life changes in the, in the last few years that have led to various successes, which is super inspirational. What led you to finally draw the line across the sand and make the change? And how can others do the same? Oh, that's a good question. A big question. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing that's changed in the last five years for me was quitting alcohol, stopping drinking. Because I was it's a big one. A big drinker. I drank way too much. It was very harmful for my life. And I think it was, I should know the time and date. I think it was like late 2019 something wow. like that when I stopped drinking. And, you know, that that was a big turnaround point. Uh, I've actually been pretty bad with habits ever since getting into NFTs. <laughs> I think I stopped reading. I, I stopped going to the gym as much. I stopped eating. And then so 2023 is the year I'm starting to implement like a morning routine again, you know, just stretching nice. properly and uh, reading and writing out goals and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, for the last 18 months, really, I had pretty terrible habits, actually, I think. Wow. I'm mean, quitting drinking's a big one. Uh, I constantly think about it, um, but I, it's so kind of wound into my you know social circles that it's always hard to to extract that out. Um, so I, I respect that um, a ton. That's awesome. Um, it's interesting <laughs> talking about stretching and things like yeah. I, the older I get, the more I'm finding I need to to have these kind of daily <laughs> habits of, of stretching. Um, it's it's an important thing, y'all. Don't laugh. <laughs> um, all right. Um, 
Kind of a quick follow-on question. I want to go to hands because we were uh, Clemente. Go ahead. Yeah, really quick. Just as far as habits go, Zeneca, because it, it kind of relates to my experience actually, like working with Ryan and seeing how he operates. And I think that the biggest thing I've I've learned through this process is the fact that, and especially through seeing what you tweet, is like there's not really huge difference at the end of the day between someone that's operating at a really high level and and quote unquote successful and where some people are at today it's really just time and consistency and showing up day in and day out which is a kind of encouraging but on the flip side it 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 kind of sucks because in the past like I've I've thought like damn like I'm never going to get to this person's level because I just don't have what it takes and it was almost like almost better for me to have that thought process, right? Because it's like, okay, then, then no matter what you do, you're never going to get there. So why, why even try? Right. <laughs> uh, but ever since like I've been working with Ryan and, and kind of seeing how he operates, it's, it's like, Hey, there's not really anything different. It's just the, the work and it's taking the time. So anyways, like, I guess for, for someone that is in your, sh- like per- maybe listening and saying like, damn, like, you know, the, the transformation that Zeneca's made since 2019 or quitting alcohol, I'd like to do this and I'd like 2023 to be the year that I make the big change. Where do you recommend or where do you think they, they should start? And like where, how do you start this thought process of kind of making this, this type of transformation by starting small? Yeah, that's a really good question. Another big one. It, the answer to all good questions is it depends. Uh, but I think starting small is the way. And I think, uh, if you go too ambitious, too big, it's it's really easy to get overwhelmed and throw up your hands and give up. And for me, uh, quitting drinking was obviously a big thing and had a massive impact. But uh, I wouldn't say that like that had as impactful uh, a uh, effect on my life as getting into NFTs and creating content here. And for me, that was just about getting started and just doing it. And I... I didn't set out to be a content creator. I didn't set out to have a large Twitter following or a lot of newsletter subscribers or anything like that. But I enjoyed writing and I just wanted to put it out there. And then I started doing it and I started noticing that it took off. And I was pretty terrible to begin with. I go back and read my early newsletters and they're not great. And something I, I mean, I guess I'll speak specifically to anyone that might want to be creating content because that's where I probably have more uh, knowledge. So, something I thought about a few months back is it seems uh, kind of intuitive, but if you think about it from the, the perspective of if you put out something that's terrible, it's actually okay because no one's going to see it. <laughs> and like, if you're starting out, you have a low follower account and it's terrible. You might get two people that see it and then they'll forget about it and move on. It won't go viral. It won't get shared. And yeah, it kind of sucks if you work on something and doesn't get shared and you feel like you failed, but really you're, you know, you're not failing. You're learning, you're trying, you're improving. And then eventually if you keep trying to get better and just, putting stuff out, you'll get something that clicks and then it'll resonate and it'll take off. And then you'll be like, oh, all right, so I'll do more of that. And then it's just iterating on top of that. And it's all about just getting started. Love it. Yeah, it's that feedback cycle. Just get it going as fast as you can so you can adapt. Um, So a quick um, question about uh, AI um, and then we'll we'll transition. But um, so now that you are are familiar with, you know, tools like chat, chat GPT and Midjourney, et cetera, are any of them affecting your your daily work yet? And if so, how? Not yet, but uh, I mean, yeah, not yet. I use Midjourney for fun and ChatGPT for fun. But uh, yep. in the last week of 2022, I actually signed up for an online course with some AI productivity expert who has put together a, a course for putting together like an AI-based system for you know, supercharging productivity and content creation. And so I haven't, like it starts in the next day or two. I think I have a couple more days to go through and read the introductory stuff, but I'm really excited to learn how to use these tools. Uh, Midjourney, uh, ChatGPT, there's mem.ai, there's video creation tools, um, organization tools, and then come up with my own systems to just really just supercharge my content. Because I think it's too powerful not to be using, but I, I mean, I'm not, good at it inherently and I haven't had the time to so I'm just I'm subscribing to a course because I think that's what that's one of the best things you can do when you want to learn about something. Amen. Take a course. 
Um, I thought I thought I was going to get to the end of your AI newsletter, and it, you were going to say, "Surprise! This whole thing was written by ChatGPT." <laughs> so, but it didn't happen. So, um, I was oh my god! The, the, I've been trying to expose my kids as much as I can to ChatGPT in Midjourney because I think it's really important they understand. And uh, my uh, my twelve-year-old, uh, eleven-year-old. Sometimes I forget how old my kids are. Um, Devin was, you know, he doesn't love school. Uh, he had to write a report, um, and I was like, Devin watch this. <laughs> and I said, you know, we put in something like, uh, you know, write a 2000, uh, word report on Portland, Oregon and the history in the last hundred years and use sources. And then I showed it to him and he was like, dad, Oh my God. <laughs> so that, that was kind of fun. Um, and then we played a game with it. It was so crazy. We basically said, Hey, we want to play a game with you where you guess our name. So start asking us questions. And the only question you can't ask us is what our name is. And it, it, it got it. <laughs> it was, oh my God, that's wild. I want to do that right it, now. <laughs> it was so fascinating. Like, and it just felt like talking to a person. And the thing that blew my mind is it is not intelligent the way we think of intelligence. It literally is deciding what the next word is. And then I started thinking about, well, how do I say sentences? And I basically decide what I'm going to say one word at a time. I thought, oh my God, this is so wild. So thanks for opening my eyes up to this amazing world. Um, want to hand it to Restivo. Presume you got a question for Zeneca. Over to you. Hey, Zeneca. It's so, so great to see you up here. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Um, I want to talk about two things. First, I got to throw both you and Ryan some flowers because um, I read your recap that you did, uh, which was so great. Um, and I love how you characterize Ryan as a pure heart, um, which I can attest is so true. Um, it's, just, it's just so, so true. And you're a pure heart too, Zeneca. Like we really appreciate, I think on behalf of the whole community, um, I just want to say that we all really appreciate you. Um, and yeah, that, that is that's number one. Um, number two is we're talking so much about, about transformation. And I just wanted to share a little um, a very brief exercise that I actually did last year, which was defining my own personal values, um, which totally helped me center myself. Um, I just tweeted it. I just made a Google Doc that I'll open up to the whole community. Um, I'll throw that up and pinned in a second here. Uh, but that was a huge, huge game changer for me last year. Um, and then finally, Zeneca, just for the for the audience, um, where can people access this this report on AI? How do people how do people get it and read it? Uh, the newsletter I did or the, uh, course, I, I think it was the news. I think it was yeah. the newsletter that I read. It's my, I, I can pin it to the top. Actually, I can try and find it and pin it, but it's on my, uh, Substack newsletter. It's Zeneca33.substack.com. I think I got to get a custom domain, but, uh, <laughs> that's the yeah. worst domain. Come it's, on, Zen. <laughs> it's the latest one there. I'll, I'll tweet it out <laughs> and then pin it or something. Yeah. I love it. Can I, what is the 33 about? I don't think I know that. So many people ask this. Actually, when we were in Vegas for Web3 Expo, I was wearing my 333 hoodie. I, I literally got stopped like three or four times from people that were like, oh, wow, 333, it's such an impactful number in numerology or even Christianity. Uh, and they were like, why is... I literally had someone's mom who they had brought to the event and she was in tears when she saw it because she was just... I don't what? know, very... Yeah, uh, it was an interesting experience. Wow. But uh, the whole reason the 333 is there... And the three, three, and the threes is because when I created my Twitter account in March 2021, I was looking around my desk for inspiration. Seneca, I had a book from him, and I was like, Zeneca, cool. Zeneca was taken. I was 33 years old at the time. I said, Zeneca, 33. <laughs> Bam. That's it. That, that's it. That's the extent. Oh One God. minute of thought. That's so, I love it. it it's, it's, uh, it's enchanting. Uh, but now that I know it's just literally nothing, I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> That's so great. Um, I saw a comment um, from our amazing The Voice of DeFi. He's actually wearing his Zen Academy uh, hoodie today. Uh, the Voice, tell us about that. Well, I was in Vegas, exactly what uh, the same conference I'm sure that Zeneca was just talking about. And uh, me and a few of other, my Web3 friends that I had just met IRL myself, uh, went into a little get together. And uh, before we were about to leave, I had met Zeneca, and that was great talking with you. Uh, you don't have to remember it. That's okay. Uh, but as I was leaving, uh, somebody from your team says, you must take one of these hoodies because we aren't taking them home. And I said, <laughs> got it. 
it, it may have been Emily. I, I don't know, but uh, I, I... The, there was either Emily or Ian. Ian was, it was definitely Ian. Ian was chasing people down and giving Why the hoodies. Why didn't I get one? <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously sad now. But next time, but that's so funny. We'll get you one, Ryan. I love it. The, the other embroidered, they look good. Um, so love it. Um, thanks to the boys for repping. Um, so th- this has been a blast. Like I, Zen, your time is super valuable, and I, I appreciate you spending some of it with us. Um, I want to wind down with a little exciting announcement uh, we have. But before I do that, uh, I do want to give you, normally I say no shilling, but because I, I, I think you deserve it, tell, tell people where they can find out a little bit more about Zen Academy. I'm so bad at shilling. This is one of the things I have to get better at. <laughs> uh, go check out the Zen Academy Twitter. There's a wonderful pinned tweet. Emily wrote that yesterday. Zenacademy.com is our hub and our Git book is, is a fantastic repository of inf- information, which is, I believe, in the tweet that uh, is pinned to the Zen Academy account. Uh, but yeah, just Love follow it. the account. That's probably the best way. Cool. Ab, thanks. Um, so uh, as all of you, I think, know on the Daily Dose, um, uh, we are handing out POAPs occasionally. And uh, it's and, and if you stack those POAPs, uh, then you get the chance to be on the allow list for a project that we're launching this year, um, probably Q3. And it's just been so amazing to have everyone's support on that. It's been a lot of fun. So as I've been building out that project and, and, and uh, building out the foundations and getting everything ready, I, I knew that I wanted uh, some amazing folks uh, on the team that uh, could act as, as amazing founding advisors, people who really uh, knew what they were doing, who are deeply uh, experienced and talented, who aligned, you know, with my moral values. Um, and, and uh, I hit up Zen and I said, you know, I'd be honored if you'd be a founding advisor. And today I want to announce that uh, Zenic is a founding advisor of the project that we're launching. So uh, excited so thanks for uh coming on the team we're excited to have you on board um so w- what is a founding advisor um it's basically somebody that that i can always call i can always talk to and say hey what do you think about this or what do you think about that um someone that can also support the the projects um you know publicly and and and, and tell folks that they believe in it so so thanks again zen appreciate it Thank you so much for asking me. I'm I'm so excited for it. I know I know we can't <laughs> say anything publicly yeah, about it, <laughs> it but uh, it's going to be a great year. Let's just leave it at that. I'm I'm thrilled to be working alongside you. Oh man, Always. it's so it's so fun. I I love that email thread you and I have where we just sort of said we're so excited to both be building together this year. You know, this we're both building big things, and I can't wait to see what you all do. So. Appreciate you stopping by. Um, we're going to uh, transition uh, to a- another subject. I would love for you to stay. I know you're busy. You don't have to, but feel free to stick around if you want. Um, we're going to transition uh, to a topic about the recent NFT rally we're seeing. Um, so we're going to start inviting guests up into the stage uh, to talk about this. It, it's, it seems like the NFT market is continuing to behave positively with OpenSea posting double-digit volume for the third day in a row. And it seems like there's a common thing amongst the recent winners. Uh, they're founders that are either leveraging content and memes uh, or the ones with that are really delivering products and experiences. So the question I want to talk about is, how are you all currently approaching this rally? Uh, we're going to post a poll. Um, and the question is, if you are buying, what kind of factors are you looking in in, in a project for? Um Zen, because you're still here, I'm going to ask you in a second, what, what is it that you look for at the moment in a project if you think about buying in and, and you don't have to talk about specific projects? But before we go to you, I uh, want to call it some more fun uh, comments we're seeing in the answer to the question of who onboarded you on the Web3. Um, tag them. And uh, so stonefox.e said, NBA Top Shot was my first NFT purchase but it was actually Kings of Leon announcing a digital album and an NFT album chart art. My mind was blown. I made a MetaMask wallet and opened an OpenSea account that day. That's so cool to hear that. I, I'm a big Kings of Leon fan, so Stone Fox, cool to hear that. Uh, and this uh, uh, Nopish.eth said, a leg injury during the COVID lockdowns led me to the crypto, to the crypto world and NFTs. I was bored, couldn't walk, and everything was closed. 
fell into the rabbit hole through YouTube. Now I'm hooked. Um, I love hearing from you all in the comments. Uh, please keep smashing that purple comment button. Tell us uh, who onboarded you on the Web3. Tag them. Uh, we'll, we'll keep sharing those. So um, let's go uh, back to Restivo. Oh, no, I, I want to go to Zen first, and then I'll go to your Restivo. Zen, what are you looking for right now in this current pump, or are you sitting on the sidelines? Uh, I'm currently sitting on the sidelines. I, I bought some stuff uh, just I don't know, a week ago, but it was kind of what I was saying earlier about memes and attention. And I, I look for the projects that are the most... Uh, uh, just visible on Twitter, active, and uh, have the ability and the leadership to take a community and, and build towards something in a central direction. So, like, again, Pudgy Penguin, Sappy Seals, a uh, couple of great examples, Meme Land, uh, Memes by 6529. It's all memes. It's memes all the way down, <laughs> honestly. And people think a negative connotation of memes, but a meme is literally no. just a transmittable piece of cultural information. It doesn't have to be a cat image. It, <laughs> it can be anything. <laughs> It could be a cat image, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. I love that. It, yeah, it's about attention, and and uh, I 100 percent agree with your take on there. I absolutely have the same uh, rubric right now. Uh, number one, who is a quality founder with experience, background, integrity? Uh, they have to be doxed, um, and then okay, based on that, you know, who has the ability uh, to ship a good pro- product and project clearly, but then. But but then you have to also have the third, which is the ability to attract attention. So um, 100% agree with you on that. Uh, let's go to Restivo. Hello. I just want to offer up a quote. So I was I was really excited about tax loss harvesting season, and I kept waiting and waiting. And the fact that ETH stayed right around 1,200, I felt like this was super bullish. But now that we're five days into the year, I did the only thing coming back to my mind is a quote by the great Warren Buffett, which is be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Amen. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, and I do want to point out, like, I think that we should all remember what we just went through (laughs) and uh, how much we learned uh, through, uh, you know, 2022. Um, And it's, I think it's so important for all of us to keep our heads screwed on straight. Um, So I, I, uh, after the show yesterday, I ran off to my secure location, you know, to, to, uh, uh, mint our, our, our captains. Yes, we have a bag and I believe in the project. And I, I was there and I hopped on a space while I was there. And, um, the host of the space said, you know, what do you think? Are we going to see, you know, captains go to 20 to 40 ETH? And I was like, I hope not, uh, because that's terrible for everybody. And, um, we need to remember what just happened and we need to remember that, you know, Thinking that these, you know, digital assets are are, are worth anywhere close to twenty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars is really absurd unless there's something real backing it. Um, and even then, like that's pretty bonkers. So let's let's keep our head screwed on straight. Uh, and you know, so that's my little uh, that's my dad warning. How about that? Um, let's go next to Sadiq. Welcome. Hey, good afternoon, daily dosers. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy New Year to the GM. ones that I hadn't uh, spoken to yet. Uh, GM, is your is your leg all healed up? Not all healed up, but I'm already without the Damn. crutches, so it's going well. Good, good. Thank you for asking, Ryan. Um, I'm glad to hear that. I wanted to say something very, very that I've been wanting to say. Like this is, I'm so happy to be in a space with Ryan and Zen together because um, I have to say you guys are, for me, two of the best uh, uh founders or, or project leaders that we have on the space on a from a public perspective and managed to You're two kinds but manage to grow a community the right way uh has been doing it for quite some time now uh, and you have been doing it for more recently but uh, kudos to both of you guys it's amazing to see that um, if both of you separated can bring so much to the space in terms of of community and in terms of engagement, I can't even begin to imagine what's going to happen when both of you <laughs> team up to give us what to give the space what the space needs. And uh, I had that Fun to times. say, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you. Appreciate you so much. Uh, Keep getting better. Yeah, okay, I will. Thank you very much for having me up, man. No problem. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, let's go uh, to the voice. Let's hear your opinion on this uh, NFT rally. What, what what are you doing? I do like the NFT rally, but I feel like I'm older and wiser than I was when I was younger. You know, six months ago, eight months ago. 
<laughs> yes. I feel grizzled and old now. Right. That's right. I'm wrinkled and know what I'm doing. But <laughs> this time around, I feel like I'm putting much more weight into the founder and the team that's behind a project. Much like whenever you were talking about Zeneca, you know, you were looking at everything that kind of he stands for whenever you made him an advisor. I think we as an investor should look something similar to that sort of criteria of we're looking at the founders and what they believe in, what they stand for, what they're trying to build. And then I go to the roadmap and I look at what what they are building before I would start with the roadmap and look at what was to be built. And then later I would look at the team and the founder. Now I feel like when I'm investing in something or I'm putting my hard earned ETH into something, I'm putting my hard earned ETH into that Mm. and not necessarily into the roadmap. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, boy, yeah, I couldn't have said it more, uh, uh, truer. Um, and I did hear your, your uh, nice uh, Texas draw come out. Love Try it. to hide it, but there it is. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Um, Clemente just posted a poll uh, that I'd love for you all to chime in on. We're going to start uh, reading out the results. And, and, and if you also want to comment on that, that'd be great. Uh, the question is, how are you approaching the current NFT market rally. Uh, the answers are buying short-term bets, buying long-term bets, selling into the pump, or sitting on the sidelines. Uh, I'm going to say buying long-term bets, Ooh, which is the current winner uh, with 459 votes uh, at 38%. So please keep answering that. Uh, and also comment if you can on that. We'll, we'll uh, chit-chat about that. Um, Storm Betty, how you doing? Oh, hello. Hello, Ryan. Hey, thank you for having Welcome. me. Welcome. Thank you for uh, hosting this, uh, this Spaces Daily. And thank you for bringing Zeneca into it today. Yeah, it's, it's been great. I noticed you're a fan. You've got uh, the, the Zen Academy uh, fancy uh, Twitter background. Yes, Love yes, it. I do. It, it matches my PFP, you see. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you care about color coordination. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, so, so what are your thoughts on this uh, NFT rally? How are you playing it? Yeah, so uh, currently how I voted and how I'm playing it is that I'm staying on the sidelines. And that is simply because in the past, I've been trying to, to trade NFTs, but not having enough liquidity made me be over-invested and not just with money, but emotionally. And that made me make the wrong decisions. And so just because... Right now, I don't have enough liquidity to to play the secondary market. I decided to just stay on the sidelines and maybe miss on some opportunities. But Got yeah, it. it's better than losing what I have already. Yeah, right. I I do feel like all of us um, almost have PTSD on that, <laughs> and, and we're really cautious about it. But Storm, thank you. Yeah, your com your take. I'm going to mute you if that's okay. Just getting some feedback. Um, so your comments are echoed with other folks' comments on the poll. Uh, Narbash uh, says, I'm still sitting on the sidelines. The NFT run kind of don't feel right to me, more like a trap. Um, and I think that uh, a lot of people feel that. Galileo said, selling most of my stuff, to be honest. After this quick rally is over, I will start to accumulate things I trust in. And whenever my exit will be there, it will be there. Uh, uh, some very cheap entries coming in. So appreciate that. Um, Let's go. Uh, next is Aventurina. Welcome. Good to good to have you here. Hey Ryan, uh, Happy New Year! Thanks for pulling me up. And, you too. Uh, hello Zeneca. <laughs> hello. <laughs> that was sly. I like it. Yeah. So uh, for me, I mean, it's been kind of interesting. I mean, I'm definitely buying at this point right now. Um, I'm sort of staying away a little bit from the PFP side of things. I mean. I did buy a dead fella recently for the first time, which was uh, pretty awesome. I mean, I've always loved that whole ecosystem and love Betty and everything that she does. That was one of my um, first, know. that was one of my earliest NFTs. Um, yeah. Obviously, Clemente is a fan. So I mean, I think, I think for me, it was kind of like always like just out of reach for me. But finally, you know, pulled the trigger on that recently, um, you know, bought a couple of bombs and like a cock punch was like the only thing that was like PFP related that was newer. Uh, that I'm sort of just kind of checking the ecosystem out. But I mean, for me, really, um, I think like the art and especially like the meme cards too. Um, I'm like all for the memes right now. I'm actually in a, uh, a DAO called Caesar DAO where we just buy meme cards. Uh, no way. The, the 6529 meme cards? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think like the other thing too with what's been happening recently with like OpenSea and royalties. I mean, we saw towards the end of the year, a lot of 
uh, manifold contracts being uh, put together. So, you know, one of the other things is just supporting, you know, a lot of my friends and just people in the space um, that have been like putting out like open editions. And I think like art's been really, really big um, as well, like art blocks and uh, bright moments, you know, the DECA lifts mm. and etches have been really cool. And, you know, just a lot of the open editions people have been putting out. Yeah, it is fascinating to see how it plays out. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for giving us your comments. Appreciate it. Um, seeing some other interesting uh, comments from you all in the audience. Uh, Professor Leo um, said, short-term only. NFT prices depend on too many factors right now, sadly. Crypto market, the war in Russia, political decisions. Uh, yeah, it does feel, it feels fragile to me. Um, Akeen, good to see you. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah, so... Um, a couple of things. I mean, you know, I, I've been buying since like, you know, you know, the, the fall of last year and I've been buying around consulting or consulting around key projects that I thought had long-term value. Um, I think that, you know, one thing I've, I've, I've been extra cautious about is, is entering actually new projects in this marketplace, mm-hmm. because I think what typically happens in bear markets is, you know, the baby's thrown out of the bathwater. And what I found is, right, there are a lot of high quality communities that are building defensible products or or projects um, that you can get really, really cheaply that have some level of being de-risked. And what I mean by that is that, you know, the communities that have stayed strong, continue to hold their assets, right, continue to build, I just find that a better risk reward. But to, to the point that was made around macro, um, another thing that's you know that motivated me continue to hold and consolidate was I kind of feel like we're towards the end of this rate hike cycle. Interesting. Right? The, the, it feels the like statements. it. Yeah, the Fed statements from yesterday on um, the minutes basically you know the consensus is for most of the governors is around five percent. You know mm-hmm. we're currently at four point three, which means we're likely you know might get you know fifty basis points and a twenty five. Right. Wow. And, and so I think, you know, the thing that typically happens with markets because they're forward looking is once there's any inkling, right, that these hikes are going to stop, I think we're going to see a massive value of risk assets. Right. Yeah. And I think you want to be fully positioned for that as yep. opposed to be chasing the rally. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my, my perspective. That that feels right to me. Um, it's kind of where I'm approaching it. You know, obviously, everyone, uh, you know, listening, none of this is financial advice. We don't want to. Uh, pretend that any of us know what's going to happen here, but um, uh, Akeen, I, I agree that that feels like a, a pretty good take, uh, Clemente. So, right to, I want to be honest with you, Ryan. I uh, you should always you be honest with me. Clemente. when you first announced your one twenty one G, and and you are uh, basically saying, "Hey, I'm not going to touch my my bags for what four years." I was like, oh, this guy's this guy's absolutely lost his marbles. Like he's toast. <laughs> he's, <laughs> that was back when I was uh yeah, I was like, what, what is he thinking, right? Uh he should be doing like short-term trading, all that stuff. But that was back when like I, I used to do a lot more day-to-day trading, just like Zeneca was was saying, where you buy something and you almost sell it the same day. The biggest thing I noticed and as as I'm reflecting is like the the market and how I performed with things that were out of my control affected my mood significantly like right. so uh, i found my my emotions in my day-to-day and productivity tied to how the market was behaving that day Which you had no control over exactly and and now that the market's all of a sudden rallying like i've i've found this feeling kind of coming back because i've kind of stayed away from that i'm like hey like it's gonna take too much time and my emotions get get involved when i do the short-term trading so yeah i've noticed that coming back to be honest with you a feeling of like fomo now and like things yep. are pumping and i'm like damn do i need to get back into it so like i'm personally actually making like a, a mental note i made it this morning i'm like don't get sucked into it like yep. you're not going to you have way more upside continuing to build your skills continuing to build yourself versus trying to find the next thousand dollar bet you can yep uh, did we lose you for a second or, or am I lost you for I'm one back. second, Clemente? But I think you're back. Cool, cool. No, I hear you. I mean, honestly, you know, I haven't, we haven't sold a single asset at, at 121G. And I'm always kind of laughing to myself when people are like, you know, what do you think about Moonbirds being down? I'm like, I, I, would, I got years to hear. 
to see this out. Like, I don't, I don't even look, I don't know. Um, so it, it is much less stressful to be a long-term holder in my mind. So, and interestingly, all of you agree at the moment. So the final results for the poll, the question was, how are you approaching the current NFT market rally? The winner by far was buying long-term bets at 40%. Uh, next up was sitting on the sidelines at 23%. Uh, so uh, appreciate he hearing from you all. Uh, let's go to Pixel. Hello. Yeah, GM, Jim. Can you GM. Thanks for having me. Um, Welcome. Yeah, I actually agree that the NFTs are, it's, I think it's a long-term bet for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, people can trade them and everything, but I think that the, the, the developers that evolve with this tech will, will, will be huge. I mean, I would say now we're in the, you know, like back in the internet, we're in the dial-up phase. But uh, I think... Uh, oh, no, I got to interrupt you, Pixel. I'm so sorry. Yeah. We have an amazing pull-up today. It's 3355, y'all. 3355. And uh, it's some, some cool art that's attached, attached to the very uh, lovely Zeneca. So 3355, go. Uh, the mint window closes at 27, so be fast. Um, all right. Sorry, Pixel. I cut yeah, you off. Yeah, yeah, Back okay. to you. Uh, so yeah, I think it's definitely uh, definitely a long term bet, uh, and 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 I'm, and as I was saying, I think the, the the founders that will will evolve with this tech uh, will be much bigger than we actually think. So uh, it's yep. it's kind of a sure, buy yeah. and hold. I don't know if you read the the oh. network state uh, by uh, book. Uh, it's on my list. I I feel like I should, but I haven't. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 very. I, I recommend reading that or actually listening to the podcast of uh, the guy Belad Bajali. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I think NFTs would be huge. So, thanks, Pixel. What can you can you find a tweet about that um, book or podcast and pin it for us before you hop off the stage? Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Cool. Thanks. Cool. All right. Um, so uh, hopefully that pop worked for y'all. Give us like a thumbs up if you're able to grab that. Um, let's a thumbs down if you weren't. Always like to do a quick check in uh, from the crowd. Make sure you're able to grab that. So yeah, let us know if you can. Uh, yep, seeing thumbs up. Great. Okay, cool. Um, let's go. We're, we're we're almost out of time. No. Oh my god. I, I wish that the uh, daily dose could go on forever. Um, you probably don't, but I do. <laughs> so uh, let's go next to Jade. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, GM. Um, I think definitely thinking about this new rally that's happening. Uh, I like what you said, the, the dad advice there, being able to think about what was currently <laughs> happening. Um, and while there was a lot of loss, I think it gave us a lot of space to really understand what we're looking for and like what it, what NFTs could be for this next iteration. And I like the fact that we're starting to think about products that are NFTs that are building products. And so Amen. I'm someone who loves to build like micro startups. Um, and so this makes me really excited to see products that are out there. So I think we're going to really start to value the builders who are building products and, and services. And I would like to challenge people to think about things that are outside the like tech norm uh, and be able to leverage and create experiences with these NFTs that are beyond just like st uh, startup stuff and tech stuff. I've been seeing some really cool stuff that people are building with the NFC, implementing it mm. in different um, wearables. I've been seeing people think about how you can turn your NFTs into um, kind of like those those flip books with coupons that I remember selling as oh, a yeah. kid. I love those. <laughs> um, there's this this um, project I can't remember the name. They're working with Unlock Protocol to integrate NFTs into your digital wallet, so that way you can scan your wallet at different places and to and access a whole bunch of cool stuff. So love it. I Thanks, Jade. See people, yeah, see people explore that way. Love it. No, you're right. I, I, I like the idea of kind of micro startups. That's a fun way to think about it. Um, so we're about to close out the show, y'all. Um, so, so fun having Zeneca here. I uh, appreciate you being here. I think uh, Clement, oh, Clemente's gone because he got rugged. So let me, <laughs> no, his alarm went off. I'll tell you, uh, Twitter spaces can be fragile sometimes. So uh, we understand that only uh, 1,600 folks were able to mint because the mint window is too short. So we're opening it now. 
so you can grab that. So the code is still 3355. So the mint window open will stay open for a minute. So go grab it if you weren't able to, 3355. Um, y'all, we, we like to commit to keep the show on time. So I'm going to wind it down. I would love to hang out longer uh, with you all. Uh, but let's, let's stay on schedule. Out of respect for your schedule. Um, so much fun uh, having Zen here and Emily. Thanks for stopping by. Really appreciate Lucky Trader uh, and Mintify supporting the show, bringing value. Um, they're amazing. Thanks to our, our great speakers too for for sharing. Uh, apologies, we can't get everybody up on stage, y'all. We're, we're blessed with you know tens and tens and tens of of requests, and we just can't get y'all up here. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll work on it though. Keep requesting. We'll get there. Um, so. Uh, that is the show for today. Don't forget about the pop and post show. Um, and uh, guess what? Coming back tomorrow for another daily dose. Uh, I love you all. Appreciate you all. Um, uh, we wouldn't be here without you. Uh, so thanks so much for stopping by. And uh, because I don't have the amazing Clemente here, I can't do fun outro music. So um, you just have to uh, uh, imagine some music. Um, so we'll do that. Take care, everybody. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely Thursday and we'll see you next time. Take care.